Welcome in to Locked On Phillies. In today's episode, the Philadelphia Phillies have swept the Oakland Athletics. They're one of the hottest teams in baseball. June Kyle Schwarber is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, there's so many things we need to catch up on from over the weekend because it was a great, great, not just good, a great West Coast road trip. We'll discuss it all at today's Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies. Your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is Locked On Phillies. I'm Connor Thomas, your host. You've been hearing me talk Phillies baseball for years on radio and TV here in the Philadelphia market. Happy to be here with you for my second year as the host of Locked On Phillies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for checking out another episode. If you're checking this out on YouTube and you're already a subscriber, thank you so much. I appreciate you following along with Locked On Phillies. Uh, If you're listening to this on podcast, thank you. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube but you're watching this, go ahead and check it out. It's a great way to consume Locked On Phillies. So go ahead and uh, just hit that little subscribe button. You get notifications when new episodes are posted. Got uh, over a thousand subscribers who, uh, not a thousand people could be wrong, right? They love Locked On Phillies. You could be one of our loyal subscribers as well. So go ahead and take care of that when you have the chance. But uh, appreciate you tuning in however you're doing so. And if this is your first time, welcome. I understand there might be a lot of people jumping on the Philadelphia Phillies bandwagon right now because this team is starting to figure it out. Anyone who was worried the start of the year about oh, man, I can't believe they're going through another slow stretch to start a year and they might not pull out of this one and everything. Well, it looks like they're starting to really, really figure it out, your Philadelphia Phillies. They take three from the Oakland Athletics, following up taking three from the Arizona Diamondbacks in a three-game series. I mean, the Phillies have won six straight now. Uh, They've been absolutely unbelievable. They've been on a tear in the month of June. Stop me if you've heard that one before. See, that was me reacting to probably everyone saying stop because we've heard this before the june phillies uh, i don't know what it is but this generation of philadelphia phillies baseball june is an unbelievable month for them it's great it was like the eagles in the uh, second quarter this past year where they just like scored 30 more points than the opponent every week Uh, well that's what the phillies are just in june they're unbeatable kyle is unstoppable and uh, i want to get into the series that went on this weekend in oakland we're also going to talk a little bit about a series starting tomorrow. Not too much of a deep dive because I've got that for you in tomorrow's episode about just how big this upcoming series is with the Atlanta Braves. The Phillies are off today. I'm recording this on Monday, uh, June 19th. So off day for the Phillies. They'll take on the Braves tomorrow night at 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in South Philadelphia. The Braves come to town for the first time since the NLDS defeat at the hands of your Philadelphia Phillies. So that'll be a fun one. The Braves currently sitting in first place in the NL East. So a great opportunity for the Phillies to continue this hot stretch and really make a statement. That game's at 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies' hometown radio broadcast of that game on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to pull up everything there. But let's talk about how they got there. So we know what happened with the Diamondback series and everything. The Phillies won three or four there. Some tight games at the end. A 4-3 win on last Wednesday. A 5-4 win last Thursday. Tight games. And they had uh, two one-run wins against the Athletics. Two three-to-two victories in that series. So some close baseball games. Some interesting baseball games. But one's resulting in wins. And that's just, that's the mark of good teams, right? They'll have games where they'll beat the Athletics 6-1. to They'll have games where they beat the Diamondbacks 15-3. to And absolutely hang it on teams because the offense is that good and that powerful. 
There will, there will also be games where the offense isn't that good, and you'll need the pitching to show up. Here's the first thing I want to look at before we get into the series with the Oakland Athletics. So I'm just going to go back the six-game winning streak that the Philadelphia Phillies are on right now, starting with that 15-3 to win in Arizona. This is what the runs allowed against teams have been by the Philadelphia Phillies during the six-game winning streaks. Three to the Diamondbacks last Tuesday. Three to the Diamondbacks last Wednesday. Four to the Diamondbacks last Thursday. One to the Athletics on Friday. Two to the Athletics on Saturday. Two to the Athletics on Sunday. Unbelievable. Two, four, five, nine, 12, 15. The Phillies scored 15 runs on Tuesday. From Tuesday on, they only gave up 15 runs in those six games combined. They, like, they've been incredible pitching-wise, defensively. The bullpen's been great. I mean, it's all just been absolutely awesome. Uh, you know what? This next segment coming up, uh, the middle segment, we're going to get into uh, the, Dime, or the Diamondbacks, the athletic series a little bit more in detail and talk about what we saw in general. But I just want to talk about how good this team has been. I mean, Kyle Schwarber has been incredible. He's, in June, the best player in the history of baseball. Like, that's not hyperbole. That's not an exaggeration. No, June Kyle Schwarber is the greatest baseball hitter of all time. Now his fielding doesn't get any better, but that is what it is. Uh, he's averaging like a home run every other game in June in like either the last three years or his career or something. He's unbelievable in softball. He's been hot again. Uh, he's hitting like a leadoff home run every other day, it feels like. If he stays that hot against Atlanta, should be a good series against the Braves, but getting him going is awesome. The average is what it is, but I mean – the number of home runs he's going to hit is staggering, and it's Schwarber Fest. It really is. You know, Wawa has the Hoagie Fest. They've changed the Schwarber Fest because he plays so well during Hoagie Fest. Well, yes, it's back. Schwarber's back. He's a huge part of it. JT Romuto has been super hot. I mean, that guy is proving time and time again why he's the best catcher in baseball and has been for years now. That's awesome. That's absolutely great to see. The starting pitching has been outstanding for the Philadelphia Phillies. I mean, just looking what they did in the athletic series, Tywon Walker, another solid start, eight innings of seven hits, but only one earned. Then you go to the second game of the series, and you get a bullpen game with Christopher Sanchez. This is more a shout-out to the uh, the bullpen in general, but Christopher Sanchez, a solid start, four innings of one hit ball, none earned. And then you get uh, one earned run off Matt Strom, Junior Marte, no earned in two-thirds. Gregory Soto, none earned, two-thirds of an inning. Jose Alvarado, none earned, one inning. Craig Kimbrell, none earned, one inning. Of course, this was the 12-inning game, so a lot of guys to be listed here. Andrew Vasquez, two innings pitch, none earned. Uh, he did allow a run, but it was in that extra innings kind of setup where they have the runner on second, so no count there. Jeff Hoffman finishes off the game, one inning pitch, none earned. I mean, just unbelievable work there. And then the final game of the series, of course, you know what Wheels did yesterday, and you know how good Zach Wheeler is, but Wheeler, six innings pitch, six hits allowed. None earned, two walks, four Ks. It wasn't his best performance, but you go six innings, shut out baseball, you're going to win those games most of the time. And the Philadelphia Phillies have gotten really good starting pitching. The offense has been a little bit quiet as of late. They had that 15-run outburst against Arizona, uh, and then they went ahead and they uh, went four runs, five runs, six runs, three runs, three runs. And the five and six runs, those are respectable. The three runs against the Athletics, not great. Now, I do attribute those to a couple of things, those three-run games against the Athletics, both wins, by the way, so they got the job done. But what I kind of attributed to is I don't want to call it sleepwalking, but it is a kind of sleepy environment. You know how the Phillies don't play well out in San Francisco on the day? Well, 
that stadium can get quiet sometimes during day games and everything like that. And just kind of feels like, ah, we're on the West coast. Our timing's all messed up. We might feel a little more tired than usual. There isn't really that pop in the stadium. We're playing a team. We don't normally play all that often with a West coast trip. I mean, we'll see them like once or twice a year. Uh, Okay. We'll go up. And then next thing you know, your offense isn't really like, you're not as zoned in as you normally would be. And Oakland definitely has that effect. Uh, arguably the worst team in baseball, even though they had a nice hot stretch before the Phillies played them. Uh, but a very bad team skill-wise when you're talking about – and that's not taking a shot at Oakland's players. It's more taking a shot at Oakland's ownership because it's a travesty what they're doing out there and not putting a competitive product on the field. But bottom line is when you're playing a team that's very bad and you're on a West Coast swing and your timing's all messed up and everything like that, when I'm talking about timing messed up, I'm not talking about swinging at pitches. I'm talking about the time of day, the time zone changes. That can be tough. And you can find yourself just, oh, before you know it, it's the sixth inning and you only scored twice, only scored once. So uh, I, I kind of get that. It's not – a good excuse if you're losing games, but if you're winning games, it's an excuse that we can go ahead and make for the Philadelphia Phillies to say, hopefully they'll come out of it. They'll need more offensive production against the Braves in this series coming up if they're going to win ball games. but it got the job done out West and there are so many things going so well for the Philadelphia Phillies right now. I can't say enough good things about this team. Everything's going great. And coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what happened in the series with the Oakland Athletics. We're going to run through those games and talk about some of the the big moments and big performers uh, as we continue Locked On Phillies. But first, I want to tell you about my friends over at eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you're going to be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and most importantly, well, arguably most importantly, the right prices on ebaymotors.com. It's absolutely a great setup. Go ahead and check them out. Anytime you need anything done to your car, check them out. eBay Motors, let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. All right, let's discuss this series going on, well, that went on in Oakland and run through everything over the weekend. Now, uh, I'm going to level with y'all. I was on, and as I say, y'all, I was on a golf trip down in Raleigh, North Carolina. So I was out of market, couldn't listen to the games on the radio. Uh, well, I had it on the SiriusXM app. So that was good. I was able to listen to them on the uh, the golf course a little bit when I was in the cart and every once in a while. But I'm playing around of golf. It was, it was tough to keep up. So I've caught up with the highlights and everything. But this is – I never take vacations. I never get a chance to go away or anything. So this is my one vacation of the year, really. And uh, I was down there in Raleigh. So – I went ahead and caught up with the highlights. I was keeping up with what the team was doing during the games. I wasn't as active on social media over this weekend. That's the reason why I'm not not excited about the Phillies anymore. I was just down there. And that's why you'll see me drinking a little bit of water during the show today because I got super sunburnt. Hmm. And I need to rehydrate to make sure my skin doesn't start peeling. A whole lot of struggles I'm going through. But I'll go through struggles as long as it means the Philadelphia Phillies aren't going through. You uh, you also might notice I'm not wearing the Phillies victory shirt today. It's because it's still packed in my stuff from my trip down to Raleigh. I wore it down in Raleigh for one of my rounds of golf because, of course, the Phillies were winning all weekend. But I didn't get a chance to get it out of the bag, and it's kind of stinky. 
So I, I wasn't going to wear it today, but I'll wash it and I'll have it ready for the Brave series. Hopefully we'll be putting that on two or maybe three times uh, for that series. But let's start with the opening, opening game of the series down in Oakland. Kyle Schwarber lead off homer. And from that, you kind of felt like, okay, this series is going to be more of the same as what we saw with the Diamondbacks, where the Phillies took three or four from the top team in the NL West. Then in the second, J.T. Romito homers. Like I said, he's been super hot. Alec Bohm homered in the fourth. Nick Castellano scored on a pickoff error in the ninth, and Alec Bohm singled the right field to score Bryce Harper in the ninth. But none of it really mattered because all you really had as far as scoring for the Oakland Athletics was Estuary Estuary. Why can I not say his name? Ruiz from the Oakland Athletics. A tough first name that I'm struggling with today. Uh, had an RBI single in the third inning, but it was already two to one at that point. And then Alex, Alec Bohm's two run homer that scored Bryce Harper made it four to one. Harper a little bit better in this series. I mean, he came out of the slump a little bit, so he's starting to wake up. Uh, so we've got that going for us, which is nice. And Alec Bohm had the homer and the single in game one. He's starting to work back since he came back off the injured list. He hasn't been the player he was earlier on in the season, but of course, you got to work out the kinks of missing a little bit of time with injury. So He's starting to play a little bit better as well. Everything's going well for the Philadelphia Phillies offense. They win that game 6-1, to one, a nice, comfortable win. Behind, like I talked about earlier, eight innings of really strong pitching by Taiwan Walker, who's been incredible lately. He's figured it out. He's starting to earn the money the Phillies gave him this offseason. And Andrew Vasquez, with a great final inning, shut everything down. Two strikeouts, perfect inning, all good there from the Philadelphia Phillies. So 6-1, comfortable win over the Athletics. This is where the series gets interesting. because you expect the Phillies to handle the Athletics? Well, Saturday was not handling them by any stretch of the imagination. It was a really good bullpen game by the Philadelphia Phillies, and I ran through in the first segment what the stat lines were. But Christopher Sanchez getting called up short notice, knowing that that fifth starter spot in the Phillies rotation has been terrible for them this year, comes up and gives you four innings of shutout ball. You can say it's the Athletics. That's a big spot for a young guy to come up who hasn't pitched at the major league level much and give you an outing that a team that's playing really well really needs. And the rest of the bullpen was incredible. But the Phillies end up going 12. Uh, now, you got the leading part of the scoring for the Oakland Athletics. So the first to score is Carlos Perez with a home run in the fifth inning. He goes ahead and he hits a home run to open the scoring to make it one and nothing. Uh, then Bryson Stott goes ahead and reaches on an infield single and RBI, uh, well, Reaches on, yeah, so they called it an infield single. So it is an RBI for uh, Bryson Stott. Uh, and uh, Trey Turner scores on that one to make it one to one in the sixth, but Oakland gets out of a bit of a jam there. Then there's just no scoring, no scoring, no scoring, and more no scoring. They don't score in the ninth, they don't score in the tenth. And then in the 11th, Bryson Stott finally hits a sacrifice fly to left to score Alec Bone, who was the ghost runner on second. But in the bottom of the 11th, Carlos Perez again, RBI double, makes it two to two. I remember I was listening to this on the golf course. I thought for a second that it was a double with two men on that would have made it uh, game over at 3-2 Oakland Athletics. But thank goodness it wasn't because in the top of the 12th, Kyle Schwarber hits a seeing-eye single to center field, scoring Christian Pache, who came back for this series and looked really, really good, made a great defensive play in one of the games of the series. He was nice to have back. He's a good defensive uh, outfielder to have out there and he's been putting together better at bats or at least he was prior to going on the injured list so if he can continue to do that he's a valuable piece for this team unlike what I thought of him to start the year but yes he's nice to have back Kyle Schwarber's RBI single made it three to two and then you had with a bunch of pitchers used in this game Jeff Hoffman of all people to close it down in the bottom of the 12th and he did so with a runner on second so great work by Jeff Hoffman to go ahead and close the door there uh, incredible 
pitching performance by the Philadelphia Phillies bullpen, the best of the year from the bullpen right there in Oakland. And I know you can keep saying Oakland, easy team to beat. Sure, their record would indicate, but I mean, they're still a major league baseball team. They still want to try hard and you still got to go ahead and get them out. And the Philadelphia Phillies did that. So take the first two, we got an opportunity for a sweep on Father's Day. And guess what? The series, final game of the series, just like the first game of the series. Kyle Schwarber hits a leadoff homer because, of course, he does because he's the greatest June baseball player of all time. Phils are up one nothing right there. Kyle Schwarber, RBI, single scoring Christian Pache, just like we talked about in the 12th inning of game two, happens in the fifth inning of this one. Uh, and then uh, you got a home run by Diaz, uh, we were just talking about before, uh, to make it 2-1 to one in the seventh for the Oakland Athletics. But Trey Turner had a big RBI single scoring. Again, Christian Pache, wheels, you get him on, he's going to score, making it 3-1, to one, which is huge because in the bottom of the eighth, Jose Alvarado gave up only a second earned run since mid-April, I think. Uh, by giving up an RBI single to Carlos Perez, uh, making it 3-2. to two. But door gets slammed in the final inning by Junior Marte, who was good in this series. I mean, the bullpen is feeding off of each other right now. I don't know how many more times I can say it, but I'll keep saying it. Uh, they're starting to get really hot at the right time. The Philadelphia Phillies from top to bottom, from starting pitching, the bullpen pitching, the offense to defense, everything's been going their way. And this West Coast swing was a great one for them. And they get to come back home for a big NLE series coming up with all the momentum in their favor. It's a lot of great things for the Philadelphia Phillies right now. But, yes, that game ends 3-2. to two. The fathers of Philadelphia Phillies players and Philadelphia Phillies fans go home happy. And uh, I'm not saying that the Oakland Athletics parents, their Oakland Athletics dads are disappointed in their sons for how they played on Father's Day. I would never say that. I'm just saying that if you're a father of a Philadelphia Phillies player, you're more proud of them than what the Oakland Athletics parents would be. Now, I hope everyone had a wonderful Father's Day yesterday, and it was a great one for the Philadelphia Phillies and great moment for uh, the Philadelphia Phillies to round out the road trip with a sweep. That's their first sweep in a while. Or actually, sorry, did they sweep the Tigers? I believe they swept the Tigers. Yeah, but it's they needed those wins. They really needed to take care of business against the Oakland Athletics, and they did a five, five no, six-win road trip. They went six and one on the road trip. I said that I was comfortable with them going five and two. I, that would have been great for me. They take two against the Diamondbacks and take three against the Athletics, and they took three against the Diamondbacks and three against the Athletics, and they come back with a record right now just to show you where they're at in the standings. And we're going to talk about more of this coming up when we talk about the Phillies Braves series. Again, Phillies Braves tomorrow, 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can hear every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast of that contest on the SiriusXM app. Just search Phillies on the SXM app, and that'll pull that up for you. But with that series looming, the standings for the Philadelphia Phillies, they're four games above 500 now. They're 38 and 34. They're still eight games back in the NL East. The Braves are unbelievable at 46 and 26. But when you look at the wild card, this is where you get a lot more encouraged. The Phillies are one game out of a wild card spot in the National League right now. It's great. And the teams ahead of them, San Francisco, don't really buy them right now. They're an all right team. I don't know that they'll hang around till the end of the year. Miami, solid team. Don't know that they're going to hang around till the end of the year. The Dodgers are very good. But the team's trailing the Phillies. I mean, the Reds are down there. The Pirates have started to fall off. They're below 500. The Padres are sputtering. They're one game below 500. They're still talented enough to make a run. But the later it gets, uh, who knows? The Cubs are down there, non-factor. The Mets are at 33 and 38. That fan base is losing their mind. The Cardinals are disappointed. The Rockies are disappointed. The Nationals are non-competitive. Like, the Phillies have a really good look at another wild card spot, and hopefully they're not the last wild card spot. Maybe they can get up to that top wild card position where 
uh, and they've got an opportunity to take advantage of that. But long way to go, and a big series with Atlanta coming up. The bottom line is it was a perfect West Coast trip. Well, they could have won the first game against the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks, in which they led 5-1, to one, and then that would have been perfect, a 7-0 and road trip. But, hey, that's unrealistic, okay? They had the opportunity, but to expect that would be unrealistic. Uh, against expectations, looking what you thought the Phillies were going to do, a great road trip for them. And coming up, we're just going to discuss a little bit about what's going on with this series with the Atlanta Braves. Just a brief brief overview because I'm going to dive deeper in tomorrow and a little bit of an injury update from your Philadelphia Phillies. We'll discuss as we wrap up Locked on Phillies. Yes, a huge NL East showdown. These are the best two teams in the NL East. All due respect to the Miami Marlins. The Philadelphia Phillies are the more talented roster. They're playing incredible baseball right now. So a really good opportunity for the Philadelphia Phillies to flex their muscles and show they're not just beating up on the athletics and the Tigers. And the Diamondbacks are a good team, but just show they belong in the NL East. And they played Atlanta well in their series that they had down in Atlanta earlier on in the year, even though not all the results went their way. They played them competitive. Well, this series is going to be a very interesting one because you got Spencer Strider against Ranger Suarez game one. Great matchup there. Game two, uh, you have <laughs> – Adam Smith Schauver and Schauver Schauver it is. He's one of those young guys that the Braves have called up. He's actually been pitching really well. He's got a 203 ERA and a 0.98 whip. I should probably learn his name, but ESPN doesn't even have a picture of him at this point. He'll go against Aaron Nola. Nola's going to need to be better. Who knows? He's a coin flip. Aaron Nola's captain coin flip. No idea what he's going to be. Uh, and then you go ahead and you see Bryce Elder against Taiwan Walker in the final game of this three-game set with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, I love how they're stacking NLE series this year because you go from the Braves right from the Mets. Previously, it was Braves on the road, Mets on the road in back-to-back series. Now it's Braves in Philly, Mets in Philly in back-to-back series. So I don't know. It's just a weird scheduling quirk for the Philadelphia Phillies. But it's a tough series for the Phillies. I mean, the Braves are probably going to be favored in all these games. They're a super good team. If you can take two or three, that's incredible. If you could take one of three, I mean – Slightly disappointing considering it's home and how well you've been playing lately. You can't get swept. You cannot get swept. That basically, it doesn't undo everything you did on the road trip, but it makes you look like not a competitor. It makes you look like you're stacking wins against bad teams. Sweep is not an option. Sweeping Atlanta would be euphoria, but I don't know that it's realistic. The real goal here is two of three against the Braves, and I'd say it's probably going to be in the starts that Ranger Suarez and Tywan Walker make because I can't trust Aaron Nola for anything. I don't know, even though he does pitch well against the Braves uh, over the course of his career. Doesn't do well against the Mets, but he's – who knows? I'm not getting caught up on Aaron Nola today. There's too many good things to talk about with the Phillies. And in some injury news as well, Derek Hall has been reinstated from the injured list. He's been sent to Lehigh Valley. He's going to start doing some rehab work, hopefully be up with the team soon. Not sure what the timetable is. Maybe it's the Mets series later on this week that starts on Friday. Maybe it's the series in Chicago against the Cubs that starts next Tuesday. I don't know. But I know that Derek Hall is going to be playing in Lehigh Valley, and he's cleared for baseball activity. It's all the way back from the injured list to playing. You just got to do the rehab start. So that's good news, too. And he'll probably slot in at first base when he's healthy and back at the major league level, which means Alec Bohm can move back to third base, which means now you don't have to play like Josh Harrison as much. You don't have to play well, – Cody Clemens has actually been really good, so that'll get interesting. But you have a guy that has some power. And even if Cody Clemens starts at first or third, or or not that he'd start at third, but like you get what I mean. Even if those role players start and Derek Hall comes off the bench, having that bat off the bench is a really nice thing to have as well. A lot of good things going for the Philadelphia Phillies right now, and it's great. Again, the Phillies 
First game against the Braves, though, we'll have to see because they got to keep it going. The Phillies have to keep that momentum. 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tomorrow night, you can search Phillies on the SiriusXM app and listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast of that contest. We'll talk more about it on tomorrow's episode since it is an off day. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked On Phillies, though, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for checking us out, making us your listen today. Thank you very much for that. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing, and I'll talk to you next time on the very next episode of Locked on Phillies.